0: today we're broadcasting from Berkeley we're here because it is a pillar of the tech and life sciences startup ecosystem of the greater silicon valley when you think Berkeley you think innovation and entrepreneurship and I think startups Hi there, I'm Louie Lo and this is our video blog series called Ask a Silicon Valley Lawyer. I'm here with my friend Nicole Hatcher, and today we're going to talk about board advisors and putting together an advisory board. Nicole, before we start, I'd love it if you could introduce yourself.
1: Yeah, I am Nicole Hatcher. I am the founding partner of Allen & Hatcher.
0: Um, Nicole, thanks so much for joining. And, um, you know, we just finished a video blog about board observers, and I wanted to switch to a different topic and ask you to share your advice about how to put together the very best advisory board. When do you start thinking about that in the life of a company, and is it something that's useful and why?
1: Yeah. So there are typically a couple of different um, reasons for putting together an advisory board. One is your company is early on, you want advisors to sort of help you out. give you advice obviously and sort of really come in um, and help you steer the direction of the company. Usually this happens when there's only a small founding team so maybe one founder um, and if you have a strong advisory board you can really make up for the lack of a team, of a founding team. The other... Places that I see an advisory board a lot is when you have a lot of strategic interest in your company, and your advisory board is made up of a lot of strategic investors that you would not otherwise want in your board uh, meetings, your board of directors, because you don't want sort of to, to give... Um, confidential information out to these to these folks but they can help you strategically in, um, in what your company is doing
0: um, I agree with you I, I like to think of an advisory board as something that's very informal right. um, maybe they don't meet together uh, maybe it, it's just an honorific title that you give to somebody who's writing a big check yeah. who can provide some strategic Advice, commercial advice, maybe somebody right. who can in- introduce you to uh, key customers, maybe channels of of, uh, of business uh, for your product, um, and, and somebody who um, is is really going to be helpful. Yeah. I typically don't see them meeting a lot, except in life science companies where right. you know you need to put together a me- you know a medical advisory board right. where you know maybe it's a bunch of luminaries that that are really uh you know for a vaccine epidemiologist yeah. or something like that um Tell me, when you're having that first conversation, you know how do you tee up the uh, the the? How do you formalize the engagement? Do you have yeah. an agreement? Do you yeah. give them equity? Do you compensate them with cash or yeah. or some other way? Yeah,
1: great question. So generally, you would have an advisor agreement. Um, you should always have an agreement outlining the relationship between the company and the advisor. You also wanna make sure that that advisor is subject to confidentiality provisions um, because they will be privy to some information about your company. So you would have an advisor agreement. As far as equity in early stage companies, you don't see a ton of equity. Um, there could be a small option grant that, that may vest sort of monthly. It's not your typical Silicon Valley standard for your vesting with a cliff. Um, that's not typically given to advisors. It's, it's on a monthly basis or an outright stock grant. Um, But it would be fairly small um, for advisors and don't really see cash compensation early on for advisors when you're when you're looking uh, more towards, you know, later stage companies. you may think about compensation, but it's, it's not typical or market.
0: I, I yep. agree. I, I typically see in early stage companies advisors asking for somewhere between a quarter and a full point of, right. of equity out of the pool. Um, since it's early, uh, that's going to get diluted yeah. quite a bit. So I, I kind of think of it like monopoly money at the outset. <laughs> yeah. (laughs) Um, And what I tell advisors when I have this conversation with them to lock them in is, hey, you know, if you ask for a full point, we're really going to need you to be engaged. And, you know, you're going to need to be available for weekly calls. We're going to have deliverables. And I think the Founder Institute has done a really good job of of setting this out with uh, a grid of you know, how much equity you get for how much uh, contribution of time. Yeah. And and I think it's really a continuum between a quarter point and a full point. Um, and, and for companies where, where it's beyond the initial early stages, I wouldn't talk about a percentage of equity. To your point, it would just be a block and I'd say 10,000 options yeah. or yeah. 25,000 options. And then I would talk about the 49A valuation versus the, the last uh, equity valuation of preferred stock and right. imply that that yeah, there's a lot of upside in, in between those two numbers for the advisor to, uh, to, uh, to capture. I, I guess the other thing I agree with you is that you wouldn't see a cliff. I typically see two-year vesting monthly yes. with a single trigger change of control because obviously if the company gets sold, the buyer doesn't right. need them yeah, and, exactly. and their engagement is over yes. uh, at that point um, and then and then the question then becomes after that two years what do you do and you know you're probably uh, that engagement's over or you're gonna have to do another block of a, of a similar size exactly um, last question for you Nicole before we break do you ever have like an advisory board charter or any other kind of yeah. formal document uh,
1: Absolutely, sometimes, so as you mentioned before, usually advisors are pretty informal. They don't all meet together. But if you do have a true advisory board where they are providing strategic advice on a particular subject, um, you would form them together and actually have meetings of the advisory board, in which case you would want an advisory board charter. And the, the charter just lays out things like how often does the advisory board meet? Um, what do they what do they present and then the advisory board may present um, their findings or their recommendations to the full board of directors
0: really helpful advice on board advisors thank you nicole for joining thank you Um, if you have any questions about board advisors uh, don't hesitate to reach out to either of us nicole
1: Yes, you can reach me at Nicole at AllenHatcher.com.
0: And I'm at Louis.Lo at L2Council.com or just find me on L2Council.com. Thanks so much for joining.